This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 74. We were made for relationship, but a lot of times in our lives, the relationships that we have are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we feel broken too. And this podcast is here to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness and a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known and where your people do too. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. I talk about expectations with nearly every client who comes in the counseling room, if not every single one. We've talked about what it looks like to adjust expectations of others in this space way back in episode 17, but I want to revisit this topic for a moment today. The word expectation means several things, but the definition that applies to our conversation is this, a strong belief about the way something should happen or how someone should behave. Expectations are what we think we should act like, be like, or even look like. They could be imposed by others or self-imposed, but they're always there somewhere under the surface. Most of us aren't aware of our expectations of ourselves, though, because to be aware of them, we'd have to have some tough conversations with ourselves, and we do not like having to face these kinds of things. When I look back on my life thus far, I'm able now to name many expectations I've had for myself over the years. An expectation to be smart and do well in school like my big sister. Work hard. Make a lot of money since I knew what it was like to struggle. Be skinny and pretty and a million things I've thought that that entails. Keep a clean house. Do something in the medical field, again, like big sister. Be a strong Christian and do things right in a very legalistic way, might I add. Juggle it all perfectly. Be like the people around me so I'd fit in. There was an expectation not to show too much skin or be too flirty or drink too much or be too opinionated or ever show too much emotion or be too sensitive. There's an expectation to be super involved in church, small groups and serving and leading and all the things. Be polite Be respectful of my parents and every single adult I come in contact with, no matter how obnoxious they are. Be patriotic and respect my government leaders. Be playful, fun, and energetic and a social mom. Be a submissive wife and stay no matter what. Hold it together and be a peacekeeper and don't stir the pot. Y'all, I could go on and on and on. Expectations are there. They're there whether we see them or not. We begin to develop expectations of ourselves because of various reasons. Some of those that I just mentioned are just completely self-imposed and some of them were other-imposed. 
But we do. We develop them for various reasons. One reason is that others are voicing their own expectations of us. They will say, as a kid maybe, sit up straight. Don't talk during church. Sit down at dinner. Clean your room. Make straight A's. Don't lie. Don't curse. You know, you, you hear that kind of stuff as a kid, and, and that stuff changes as you get older. But a lot of those expectations that we have on ourselves are coming from another person. What others would often consider appropriate becomes this unhealthy expectation of near-perfect behavior. Another place that we get these unhealthy expectations from is comparison. You know, we begin to compare ourselves to others, and then we expect things of ourselves that are like others. We compare what we look like and how we act and what we like and dislike, who we are to others around us. And the things that we notice get others' positive attention, that's the stuff we think we're supposed to do or be Like, and I know that feels yucky admitting that out loud, but I think it's very true. You know, people who are skinny or muscular get romantic attention. People who are smart get the honors and great jobs. People who are outgoing and intentional are well-liked and may make more friends. We see others and we think, oh, maybe I'm supposed to be like this instead of how I am. Or maybe we have expectations of ourselves due to religious teaching, past hurt or trauma, or because this is the way our family is supposed to be if you are from a strong family. But as I've gotten older, I've realized my own expectations of myself are not compassionate and they're not accepting. They're actually a bit judgmental, if I'm honest. They come from a little bit of all those things I just mentioned, but I have to see, and you have to see, it's not fair to expect all of that anymore. Because if we expect that kind of stuff of ourselves all the time, we'll live in a constant state of disappointment. And constant disappointment in ourselves, in myself, is shame. So I'd like you to do this at some point this week. I want you to get a piece of paper and a pen or maybe a few pieces of paper because it may take you a while to do this exercise. Get ready for full-blown honesty. None of this is going to work if you keep hiding from yourself. You have to come face-to-face with the expectations you have of yourself and do it honestly. Write down different categories, like, example, you know, expectations you have of yourself at school or work, expectations of how you look, like your body or your appearance or your weight or whatever, expectations of how you are in relationships with others, family, friends, etc., expectations as a Christian in your various roles, you know, mom, boss, business owner, etc. Then start writing. Many of these won't be expectations you've ever spoken out loud to yourself, but they're still there. Look under the surface of your behaviors. 
when you look in the mirror, what is it that you expect to see? And how do you feel when you don't see that? When you interact with others, what actions do you expect to see? And how do you feel when you don't act like that? Just write out every single expectation you can think of. Don't hold back. Even if it sounds ridiculous or unrealistic, write it down. Even if you feel ashamed admitting it, write it down. Once you've finished, I want you to sit back and see this list. Look at each one and ask questions like this. Is this expectation realistic for me? Is it reasonable for my stage of life, for my personality or my body type, my age, things outside of my control right now? Is this realistic? Is this helpful or is it hurting me? Is this kind or compassionate or is it judgmental? Is this accepting? Is this healthy? If you're answering no to any of these or all of these, it's time to make some serious adjustments to every single one that isn't kind or compassionate or realistic or helpful. So here's what this has looked like for me. I don't have to act like those around me who seem to be more popular or well-liked. I don't have to be as outgoing or as social. I can be my more introverted self, and that is enough. I don't have to be wrinkle-free and stretch-mark-free and cellulite-free. I'm a 34-year-old mom of three, and my body isn't going to look like it did when I was 20. And that's okay. My body's changing, but my body is good. I don't have to associate with a political party just because everyone around me did growing up. I can decide things on my own. I don't have to be like my sister. I can live as me, and that's enough. Gosh, do you hear the acceptance and compassion in this language? Now it's your turn. Look at those expectations you listed. Look at them honestly and humbly. And if you answered no to any of those questions, if you're seeing that any are way too high, or maybe some of your expectations of yourself are too high, low. This I'll never be good enough, so why try it all kind of language. If you're not seeing them as helpful or realistic or kind or compassionate or healthy, and they're not in line with who you are, then spend time and rewrite them. Our words hold so much power. Use your words to rewrite your expectations of yourself, and use compassionate language. Now, as a caveat, I'm not saying throw expectations out the window completely because to hope is to expect. And we can grow from expecting more from ourselves. This is fine. When we read the New Testament, it's clear there are some expectations of us who follow Jesus. We can't ignore those. It's when we live in a constant state of shame and disappointment in ourselves that we need to reevaluate what we expect of ourselves because that shame is never what God intended. 
Donald Miller says, When you stop expecting people to be perfect, you can like them for who they are. When you stop expecting yourself to be something you're not or something you can't be, you begin to find more confidence and actually start to like yourself just the way you are. You can grow and still accept yourself where you're at. So here's to adjusting unrealistic expectations and showing ourselves the kind of grace Jesus shows us too. Thanks for sitting a while with me today. I trust that adjusting the unrealistic expectations you have of yourself will help you take another step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. As always, you can follow along with me on Instagram at Kara Fabacher or find more goodies over on www.karafabacher.com. To finish up, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com. And a big thanks to my friend, Robert Hargrove, for creating the music for the show and Alana Dawson for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.